So <laughs> just sit back that for I know, right? Me. Yeah. Like where isn't Tony at work? No, he's staring into his screen. Oh, is he talking to Quentin? No, Quentin's at work. Tony's just staring into the screen. I love it. Okay. We'll mark that down. This episode is powered by Poddex. I speaking of fun, honestly, dude, I'm really glad I got I got back into Destiny. I, I feel like the last time I got in there I was doing it for the wrong reasons. But you were like in the wrong headspace for Destiny. Yeah. Like you didn't understand yeah. well, what it, it was. It didn't flow with like what you were playing and stuff because that was when you were playing a lot of PUBG. True. And, like, you weren't used to dying a lot. Every death was like heavy, right? Like yeah. PUBG. That's it was the know, end, that's that's, especially PUBG. Yeah. Like there was no respawn opportunity and uh, and but so, uh, but also that was like the um, the height of you know the the divorce or rather the height of the the breakup that my ex wife and I were having. So I'm I'm forcibly trying to distract myself, right. and then in addition to that, like you said, playing a game that I'm not used to that kind of game gaming mechanic, and just dying every which way. You guys are all talking about the lore and stuff, and and to this day I'm I'm still in that in that camp where I don't know who the queen is. I, I don't know. Like who's, who's this dying light guy? Is that a thing? Is that a guy or is it a, or, 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 or is it a cult? I don't know. I, I, I and you're going to hate this. I had like okay. four cutscenes yesterday. I just skipped through them. Like I, I just, no, yeah, no, see, no, no. see, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, 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 I just wanted to play the game. Like I didn't want to, I, no. I, I, I just wanted to, I want to get my, my bounties. Cause it was like, that is the priority. Get the bounties. I'm sorry. I, I failed you. If there's a YouTube yeah. channel that, that just like uploaded them like concurrently, like I can just watch them one after the other until, you know, until the one that I, that I've seen, but I also haven't finished the campaign. Like the other day, I just. I did. I did. Uh, I did a little bit of the campaign, but that that wasn't for me to finish the campaign. That was for me to finish on my bounties. And once I finished my bounties, I got out of the campaign. So I don't know. Am I am I, am I destinying wrong? It, yes. Yes. <laughs> In fact, you are. <laughs> oh. Okay. So now that I've this is like this is like painful to listen to. Well, Tony. I'm, I'm being honest with you because you know you're my friend, and I would never lie to you. Spoiler alert! Um, but I would never lie to you, and um, and I and I know that destiny uh, is is a big part of you, you know you and, uh, and and the whole slicer crew. Ironically, when it came to like Titanfall, and I was doing you know some of the uh, uh, the actual campaign and watching the cutscenes, I enjoyed watching the cutscenes. I, I watched the cutscenes for that, but for for um, for destiny, I just. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's catch up. This is, this is painful to listen to. I'm not going to lie. So I, I ask you again, if you know of someone who might have, you know, ripped a bunch of the cutscenes and just uploaded them to YouTube, send mm-hmm. me the link and I'll take a, I'll take a day. I know you said there was one YouTuber who's like super lore heavy and knows everything under the sun and probably knows more than the actual writers of Bungie somehow. I don't know. But um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly very excited to finally. I have still yet to do Crucible and Gambit with you guys, and know what the hell 
is going on with those moats. What the hell is a moat? If it makes you feel any better, I'm not the biggest fan of Crucible. I mean, it doesn't or... make me feel better because you're a really good FPS PvP guy. So and uh-huh. then there's still me. Even Julia, you know, you know, bless her heart, she she is a good gamer, but you know, she doesn't play as like that these kinds of games as much as I do. Like I'm, you know, she she would even admit, yes, I'm better than her in games like Apex, for example. But even her was like, Tony, stop dying. I mean, I know you're just trying to do this one thing, but could you not die like this much? Like, yes, I could, but I choose not to. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Well, it's fun to have you on there. It's fun to f- finally see you leveling up and getting ready and uh the new season started for destiny they've got uh, a lot of cool new content the new raid coming out um i think this friday actually so what's the light level minimum requirement for the raid is like 1300 or something 1300 is the entry requirement and then it's just up from there so where i'm at right now is like 11 what did i say last night i ended with 1168 Mm mm-hmm I mean, by this Friday, I probably will be 12 something, but I have to really, I have to really like grind. Go down and grind. I mean, what <laughs> what else other than um, like what else is going to give me the, the drops for me to increase my light level other than bounties? Um, Just doing public events. Public Honestly, events. Honestly, is your best, okay. is your best bet. All right. So, um north of the moon right yeah. at least for this week yeah okay all right off to the moon everybody <laughs> all right so i wanted to try something a little different and that was a game that um actually my daughter and i played but even before that i watched dr mike on youtube play it with one of uh, a couple of his guests and i thought hey this is good content i'm just going to steal it but I gave him credit, so it's okay. Uh, it's essentially two truths and a lie, but due to time constraints, we're just going to do one truth, one lie, and we have to figure out uh, which one is the lie. So, Quentin, I poised this on to you, and I hope you've come up with two uh, two stories. And so, go right ahead. No, I'm, I want to see your, the format. You go first. So, okay. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to set I'm going to set a timer. For one minute, and I'm so I'm gonna tell you a uh, a statement, and then you have a minute to ask me questions about the statement. Okay. 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 All right. You 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 took a like long pregnant pause I, there. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting ready for this. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So here's here's the first story. When I had my first cigarette. Ever, I stole it from a bar. So you have one minute. Go. What bar? It was a pub. Uh, I, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know the name of the pub. It was. It was just the pub in in Blackpool or Brighton. Something that starts with a B. That's exciting. Oceanside. Uh, no, that's a no. Who did you steal it from? Um, 
So they were on the counter at the par at the at the at the pub, and you know I was, you know it's it's in England, hence pub. So you know, kids were going in there because it's kind of a family thing. You just happen to have a lot of alcohol, and it was just on the on on the bar, and so I just the pack oh, of cigarettes. Some ones are like. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was. It, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, was it a patron's? I, I, I don't know. I didn't. I just, I just saw the pack of cigarettes, and I, I was, I was told to steal it. You were told to steal it by who? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll ask. I'll answer that last question. Um, by the people I was with. Okay. Okay. So the second, second story, is I once professed my love to a girl in front of a bunch of people only to find out she was already dating one of my best friends. Oh. Okay. And go. Where? Where again, were you? Actually, again, this was, oh, like what, what the setting was. Um, yeah. Uh, it was at a, at a, uh, at a party. One, one of my friend's parties. Like a backyard kind of thing? Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Just, just, just like a, a DIY uh, backyard party. I forget what it was for. It was a, it was a big, big backyard too. She had like a freaking moat. Are you I'm not still even talking kidding. To this friend? No, 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 no. <laughs> what what happened? Like, did did she? Did you guys go? Oh, dang. Okay, moving on. Or like, what what happened after that? No, it was yeah. After the awkwardness of I'm actually already dating so and so. It's like this long pregnant pause, and I was okay, and I just kind of walked away, walked off, walked away from like the porch I was on, or I wasn't on a porch, but it was like you know, uh, I it was like a raised porch, raised stage kind of thing. Okay, so out of those two, which one is the truth? And which one is the lie? Uh, it's, I would say the confessing love is the lie. Confessing love is the lie. Yep. Well, Quentin McKinnon, you are correct. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that drum roll was longer than I expected. <laughs> so go ahead. Now you know the format. You get the idea. I'll I'll do the timer. I'll keep myself honest in in terms of time. Go it's ahead. Thirty minutes later, <laughs> and just move. no, no. The one minute's still going. Just, I swear. Just move it to one hour, one minute. <laughs> that would be some boring content if, if I'm being honest. Uh, okay, go right ahead. Okay, my first one is I am not a day one guardian. For destiny. Oh, this is a big one. Okay, so day one guardian. So now, do you mean destiny one or destiny, destiny two? A day a day one guardian is defined as someone who started on day of release of destiny one. Okay, so when did you when did you start? Did you start the timer? Yeah, yeah. It's alright. Oh, uh, it was like a like three or four days after it was, I won like $50 Xbox gift card from work actually. And, uh, yeah, I bought, I bought destiny then and was like, I honestly didn't know a whole lot about destiny. I was kind of like, eh, it's good. I've got a $50 credit. This sounds fun. And I jumped into destiny you, at that point. You weren't aware of what destiny was going to be. It's, it's by Bungie. It's by, the guys that do Halo, you had no idea 
that so, listen i wasn't that invested in like i was like okay there's this cool thing called destiny but the thing is is when you're like poor you don't exactly like try to get yourself hyped about a game you can't afford all right all right okay so and, that was the first minute okay let's see all right so you were uh you were young and did not have as much discretionary funds to just go off and buy willy-nilly all right what is your right. second statement it just fell from my head. Give me just a second. Yeah, come up with that lie, big boy. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't get into Halo until Halo 3. How long after was Halo 3 released after it? Um, the other Halos came out? Uh, Halo 1 was 2001. Halo 2 was 2003. Halo 3 was 2008. Was this because of multiplayer or was it, all, again, because of discretionary funds? What's what's the deal here? Uh, it just, like, we didn't have a console. We didn't have an Xbox. We didn't have any of that. And I didn't have someone around that was heavily into it. I got into Gears before Halo. Okay, so when you got the console, you got you got Gears, not Halo. My buddy had Gears. Your I buddy had his Gears. Oh, okay. So that's why. That's why you got into Gears. Um, right. What, uh, what did you... Ah, uh, oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> All right, two statements. Okay, so two statements about video games, ironically connected, and very similar. Okay, I kind of have to think. I feel like the day one. I feel like the day one um, uh, guardian is true. So the Halo one is the lie. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You are wrong. I am a day one guardian. I said day one guardian is true. And and the Halo one is the lie. That's what I said. Nope. That's not what you said. What did I say? You said said the opposite. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. I said day one guardian is the truth. And the Halo one is the lie. That's what I said. Right, no, the 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 story was that I wasn't a day one guardian, and that's the lie. I I am a day one guardian. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Dang it! Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I see how your thought process was in the right headspace, but yeah, nonetheless. I I honestly like in my head, I'm like, okay, when ha- when have I talked to Quentin about you know? about destiny and you know mm. i, I kind of feel like like at one point he said yeah I, I started late or something to that effect that was good you're that, that that was a good one not bad not bad at all did you only come up with did you only come up with two stories or did you have any more it's only two i had offhand but okay. i can try all right if you want to all go right. another round for we'll, yourself we'll do one more round we'll do one more round so when I was a kid, um, I wanted to hang with the quote unquote cool kids. And in order to be initiated into their group, I had to be, uh, shot with a BB gun, um, 
in my chest. And go. The hell is wrong with those kids? <laughs> uh, we had, you know, in, in Belgium, we had no, like, Americanized TV without paying, like, hundreds of dollars for it uh, through satellite. So okay. we went out inside and played and, and, and uh, you know, did skateboarding and, and biking. And there was that one older kid who everyone kind of looked up to, but he was very selective of who he would hang out with. He saw me around school, but never talked to me. And so he's like, hey, you got to do this. If you want to hang out with us, you got to do this. I'm like, I've been hanging out with them for the past hour. I know, but I'm here now. You got to do this. What kind of BB gun? I don't remember the gun, but the BBs themselves were were plastic. So they weren't metal, which was good. Um, But yeah. Yeah, because if it was metal, I wouldn't believe you because that would have killed you. No, they have they have metal BBs. No, they have metal BBs, but I'm just thinking the the strength that point blank range against your chest has a high chance of doing like some serious damage. It it wasn't completely point. Okay, well I'm answering more than you need, so that's what I'm gonna just stop right there. All right, so the second the second story is when I went to visit Greece. With my, when I went to visit Greece with my parents, and we were at like you know the Acropolis and all the other like ruins uh, in Greece, and doing the touristy thing, uh, I threw my hat into the center of the Acropolis um, in order for me to get a closer look at the large standing statues, so I could go you know run past the rope because you can only be on one side of the rope. Right. Yeah. So I threw my hat so I could go and get go and get my hat, quote unquote, but I just want to be closer to the statues. And go. Uh I don't even know if this guy, what is the necropolis? Have you ever seen like the ancient Greek ruins of like just those columns? Um and it has that triangular uh front. The isosceles like triangular front. It looks like no, a big I temple. I probably know what you're talking about. So yeah. what what ended up happening? Did anybody go, "Hey, what oh, you doing?" Oh, yeah. Uh, Greek guards with guns are very scary. Um and uh god, this was like early 90s. So there wasn't anything about being PC or anything. They just, you know, you're a you, whether you're a kid or not, you're running on their sacred, you know, spot of the Acropolis willy-nilly. Right. You don't work right. there. Yeah, they, they never pointed the guns at me, but it was very much like they were holding their guns ready to raise. Threateningly. Yes, it was very threatening. I, I don't I don't I don't suggest it. Alright, so Greece or the the other thing I said. What what did I say? Oh the BB. What did you say? <laughs> Greece the or the BB? Uh, I'm gonna say Greece was the lie. Greece was the lie, Greece was the truth. Greece was the truth. Yeah, the the BB gun was was not a lie. The BB gun, I did get shot, but it was it was not. Uh, it was voluntary. It, it wasn't required. What, um, what did what did getting shot earn you? Um. So to be clear, I got shot in the leg, and it was about like ten feet away, and it was just we're, we were just playing around. It was one of those things. Uh, how tough are you, kind of thing? Kind of. Yeah, it was one of, like you know. 
those, the, you know, ha have you ever been shot by a BB? No. You want to try it? We have one here. No, I'm cool. All right, no problem. 10 minutes later, yeah, go ahead. Like, you know, there, there was no pressure or, or, or anything. Hey, shoot me. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, hey, shoot me. And uh, my, my buddy Aaron, who was there, he's like, hey, you know, you don't have to do this. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. It's no big deal. And so um, his friend shot me. Um, you know, his aim was true. He got me in the leg. He didn't, you know, go for my groin or anything like that. And um, it was, you know, but it, it was never like a... Um, a methodology of um initiation. initiation yeah 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 uh but the grease thing yes totally true i had one of those like safari hats not mm. the hard helmet one but like you know the the brim goes all the way around um, right right i had a, an allergic reaction in greece um where my skin um i i got hives everywhere and so oh, the, fun. the doctor said and this was on vacation mind you as well too yeah, um, yeah. And so the doctor's like, yeah, so no beaches for you. I'm like, God, God dang it. So I had to wear this stupid hat. I had to wear like stuff on my nose, you know, for nose block. So I was not, I was not a sexy 10 year old anymore as I was attempting oh, to be around the Greek girls. I don't, I don't like that term. <laughs> I do not like that term. Please never say that term again. And, uh, I was, I was, I was, uh, I, I was enamored by, uh, Greek mythology and Greek culture, uh, ancient Greek Ooh. culture at the time, and still am. Um, and so when we went to the Acropolis, yeah, I wanted, there was this, this giant stone statue I wanted to get a better look at, but I couldn't see it from where they had roped us off. So I had a plan like, oh, I'll just throw my hat over there. I'm like, oh no, it's fine. My bad. I'm going to go get my hat. And so that's what I did. My, my mom and my dad were like, what are you doing? Like, no, 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 it's fine. I, I just, I, you know, I, I, I accidentally, I, I, I accidentally threw it over there. My, my mom was like, okay, well ask the attendant to go get it for you. Like, no, 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 I'm, I'm over here. The attendant's over there. And I barely take a step over the rope because it's, it's just a rope. It's not a barricade. It's just a rope. Right, right. So I barely take a step over the rope and I hear a bunch of Greek guys start yelling at me uh, in Greek, obviously. And I don't know Greek all that much, but I do know when someone's yelling at me. And so instead of continuing what I'm doing, I do the exact opposite and I'm like, okay. And there, you know, the attendant comes up running like what, you know, and you know, he starts speaking in Greek and then he looked because my dad is Greek or looks Greek. So maybe, you know, he thought maybe we understood. And then he changed you know, uh, to English and like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, my hat. Like, okay. I get your hat. Don't ever do that again. I'm like, okay. All right. All right. I'm never won't. doing that Please again. Don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I would like not to die in Greece. Call. That's a bad plan. I want you to know from from people, someone who makes plans. That's a bad plan. <laughs> the the thing is, like my my logic now is solely based off of life experiences of what not to do, and so <laughs> the things that I do now. I go through my head, okay, what are the potential outcomes? Well, when I was 10, you almost got shot. So don't do anything similar to that ever again. And so that's right to not get shot. Yeah. So, so that's why when like my kids, you know, uh, decide, hey, I want to go do this thing. My life advice is don't go do this thing. However, because I went kids. through... 
yeah, they're kids, but also because I went through my own life experience, I've learned from that. And unfortunately, as much as we like to tell kids not to do something and they would avoid it for the rest of their life, they don't really learn from that. I mean, if it's a life-threatening thing, you know, falling off a cliff into a ton of spikes, yeah, just don't do that. But right. um, but something like that, which is, I wouldn't call it, you know, little, uh, especially when there's, you know, potential guns involved. Um, right. But just like mistakes that you're going to make as a kid, you know... Uh, you just kind of have to let it go and let them let let them learn it themselves. And if they don't learn it the first time, they sure as hell will learn it the second time. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I'd, ima- I'd, I'd hope. I'd Hopefully. imagine and hope. Yeah. <laughs> as a kid, as a kid, I was not allowed to play card games based on like the a deck of fifty two cards. Those cards wasn't allowed oh. to play anything that involved cards so no pokemon no no pokemon fine pokemon fine no no. cards like playing cards oh okay so not even solitaire that's a game Mm -mm. why not because it it, the cards were based around like a form of gambling and so nothing involving cards was allowed um Excuse my ignorance, but is that a Mormon thing? Like like from your uh, mother? Or, I or... think it was just an overly protective thing. Because like, one, one could say like, oh, you're supposed to not gamble or something like that. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe. But like, it, like to say that it's a Mormon thing is a bit of a stretch. It's more of like okay. an overly protective religious thing, I would say. Okay. Uh, who's the one that told you not to do it? Uh, my mom, and by that, my grandparents. Okay, that was it. Okay. All right, second uh, second statement. Second statement. I wasn't allowed to play chess either. <laughs> Quentin, you must play video games. You're not allowed to play no. board games or... Okay, so chess, no chess, because why? It's based off of, like, war? A little war, but mainly like this, like my grandpa had like the, he just said it was a lot involved with like competitions and like bad people. Okay. I'm I'm a little confused because it's just, it was, it was too like, there's too much bad history to, I honestly didn't really look into it a whole lot because I was just like, this is dumb. And eventually that one, that one dropped out faster. That one did drop off faster. Um, yeah. Cause I played chess against you and I'm not good yeah. at all, but you knew what no. you were doing. Yes. Because it eventually dropped off the one, the, the other one on the other hand continued on for a long time, but that one eventually like, they were like, you know what? Fine. All right. So the statements are, I was not allowed to play card games as a kid, like playing card games. I would say I was never allowed to play card games at all as a kid for the longest time. And I was never allowed to play chess for like my younger years. Because I've played chess with this guy and he's good. And not to say that he couldn't learn that later on in life. And I can't ask any more questions. God dang it. Um... But I I feel like I remember you said something 
akin to my grandmother wouldn't let me play cards. But I thought that included Pokemon cards. That's why I asked you about the Pokemon card. And you said, no, Pokemon cards were okay. Which means, makes me not understand anything. Because aren't they trading cards? So they're still kind of gambling? God dang it. This is difficult, actually. <laughs> this is actually harder. I thought I had it in the bag because I do remember your grandmother's telling you that cards were a form of gambling. But I thought it meant all cards. I'm going to go with the chess one. The chess one is not, your chess statement is not true. The chess statement is not true. Okay. I grew up playing chess. Yeah. Okay. All the time. Was that your grandfather that taught you? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. I grew up playing chess. I've played a lot of chess. Chess is. Yeah. Did like, you? I'm not good. Don't get me wrong. Like Tony says, I'm not. I'm good. I, I'm not. I, I just you're, know you're good in the amateurish sense. Like if you okay. were to go up Take against it. a grandmaster, yeah, you'll be crushed in like three moves. Um, but for, uh, as a as a as an armchair chess player goes, you you use both armchairs. Like like that doesn't make sense at all. You use both arms. I use both armchairs. <laughs> I got both armchairs. That's not chess at all. No. <laughs> what did you, your grandfather you teach may, you? You may have castled, and you may have your king still, but I have two armchairs. Back <laughs> off, buddy. Back off. <laughs> I I um um I remember when we played chess. You would you would take me to the Salt Lake City. Um, was it the library that we went Downtown to? Library, Downtown yes. Library. Um, primarily to show me the view because it was it was gorgeous the out, and, stuff, yeah. and we were trying to kill time. Um, and what were we doing anyway? Well, that yeah, matter. we we were trying to kill time because I had to go to the airport at a certain time. But you know, until then, we had like four hours to kill. And you were being a gracious host, and you're like, "Okay, what the hell do I do with this guy? I want to go home and sleep." Like, okay, <laughs> so hi, I'm still here in your house. <laughs> what do we do? Like, let's go to the library. So we went to the library. We played chess. And you you kicked my butt. Um. No, the cool thing about the chess though at the library was the fact that it was huge. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was one of the you know not not completely life size because that would just be insane. But it was the larger kind of chess pieces. Like I would say, like three feet high, maybe like two and a half feet high. Um, yep. and yeah, it was, it was definitely enjoyable. I felt pressure because people started watching <laughs> and I was like, I don't want these people watching because I don't know what I'm doing. But then at the same time, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to see these people again. Who cares if I suck? And who cares if Quentin yep. gets me and like two more moves and some guy in the back, like, ah, oh, you should have went to king to uh, knight four i don't know just i don't know how that works um now my question to you is i know i know you're not a like a star trek fan but have you seen the 3d chess that they have in star trek with no. the with the different levels Mm-mm. okay i mean i maybe a picture like if you showed me a picture i might be like oh yeah i kind of remember that but yeah that's that's about the best you're gonna get okay yeah no i um i know like at certain comic conventions uh because they have 
added rules to that game. It's it, it's definitely akin to chess, but they have to change it a little bit. There's three right. different there's three different tiers. I believe they're like three by three, so like nine uh, squares on each tier, and you can move in three dimensions. Um, and so it's it's really really interesting. Um, That's cool. To uh, yeah, a very different take on on chess. I think it's um, I don't know if it was a Gene Roddenberry idea or just one of his designers, uh, but the uh, community, I guess. I don't know if. if paramount was the one that came up with the rules or just the community it's out there so if you chess guys and gals uh want to want to challenge and haven't tried it yeah go check it out 3d chess oh that's cool so so you and i've talked about like i don't know if we've talked about this before but have we talked about like life itself just being a simulation uh, simulation like the matrix kind of thing like the potentiality that this is just a, uh, a game to somebody and we're just NPCs and a simulation and it doesn't no. literally doesn't really matter. So, so this is one of those, I wouldn't call it a conspiracy theory, but this is one of those theories that, you know, that have been um, kind of promoted, especially because of the matrix where that um, the it's it's kind of uh, fatalism like the, the this the things will just happen because they happen and um i don't have necessary um responsibility because i'm not the one making the decision it's some other thing out there that's playing the sims version earth and my question to you is not so much that cuz that could be that could take us 2 hours to talk about <laughs> my question to you is if you did find solid evidence that this is a simulation of some sort that you don't have control over your choices and somebody else or something else are are making these choices for you for their own enjoyment. Mm -hmm. What would you do with that information? Would you go off and tell a bunch of people or would you just keep it to yourself and just like, all right, well now that I know I'm, I'm gonna my do my next. My next goal would be figuring out how to get out of the simulation. Okay, all right. So like kind of, that, kind of my, akin my to the matrix. Reaction, my just immediate, yeah. My immediate kind of reaction is just how do I get out of the simulation? Like what, what point am I just like ones and zeros? Because if that's the case, like, can I still? Is there a way of getting out of the simulation where I have control of my future? Is there a way of like, okay, the simulation never stops? Like it's it's somehow like a. A good simulation, let's say, like we're not, they're not making the simulation out of malice. They're just doing it to do it, right? It's like, right. okay, can I? What what kind of cheat codes can I use? Can I can I get unlimited life? Can I get uh, invulnerability? Can you like, and what, unlimited what life, man? I mean, come on, get off, <laughs> get over it. Even NPCs die. We know this, right? No, I think I would be leaning towards that of like, okay, can I get out? And how can I take advantage of this would be my goals. Okay. Um, and hopefully like they're, they're good things, right? Like either a, I can get out and we can work from there or B I can at least like enjoy my best life with unlimited life or something like that. I really, or maybe lasers for my eyes. I really do admire your, <laughs> your go getter, like very proactive, like, all right, things have changed. I'm I'm going to go try to 
make this work in the best possible way for me. However, right. whatever it is, I I'm going to try I'm I'm going to try to attempt to do it so I can get out of the simulation or 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 make the simulation um work in my work in my favor. My knee-jerk reaction when I first came up with this um thought experiment uh was kind of uh it was exactly the opposite. It was like, "All right, well, um I feel like all the things that I'm doing are for naught. They're kind of pointless. Like there's no, like if, if somebody is controlling me and I have no reason to do all these things, my ambitions and my aspirations are not my own. There's somebody else. Mm. And it was, it was kind of a depressing kind of downward spiral for me. Like that I would, I, I would fight the the urge to want to do the things that I that I enjoy because they're no they're not the things that I enjoy. They're the things that the other guy enjoys watching me do. Weirdo. Mm. Um Well just to say that it's a simulation doesn't mean you have like no free will. Like you could have free will in the simulation. It just depends on how advanced the simulation is, right? Right, and that's where we that's where we get into the two hour conversation of how much control do you have into your own simu- into into the simulation? Do you have a do you actually have a soul or is it just ones and zeros? And um, yeah, no, we, we could definitely go down that road, but just kind of on the on on the surface level of you you found the the you know you found the evidence whatever the evidence is you found the evidence that, that this is a uh truman show like experience you know and everybody else is just you know just kind of part of it and not to say you're the main character you're just you're just part of the show right yeah so i again going back to it I do appreciate and and admire your like. All right, let's let's get her done. Let's figure this out. Make make the best of a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, because my best of a bad situation was like, all right, let's go get the popcorn and pizza. Where I'm just gonna get fat. Like I just like I I honestly I honestly was like, look, if this if this is where it's ending, like not ending, but if this is how it's gonna be, and no one's gonna believe me, I can't go around the town, the fake town, this made up simulation town, and say I've got ev- I'm gonna be one of those, you know, I guess in this case, crazies. a simulated crackpot that is just one of those crazies. And then if 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 the person creating the simulation realizes that I am sentient and I'm now no longer connected into the simulation, then they'll send machines after me. I'll call it the Matrix. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Something did happen recently. I don't have my headset on, but I wanted to introduce you to cheese. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. This is Cheese. Hi, Cheese. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. We decided to get Warehouse a friend. Aww. And for those of you who are listening and can't see, we got a new cat. Yay. Um, his name is Cheese, and we worked with our, our good friend uh, James to properly introduce them and now they are they are friends 
and they hang out and chase each other. Oh, that's adorable. And he has some mad RBF. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, he's got some mad RBF. Jeez, jeez, look at me, look at me. I want to see your RBF. Look, look at the camera. I want to see your RBF. Oh, he's tired. He was Aww. sleeping. I went and got him. He was sleeping. Aww. But he's a cuddler. But so he's got yeah. Where, where did you? Where did you get RBF. cheese? Um, on. Well, <laughs> He caught he caught my my headset cable. Um, we found so this him is, on. This is when you go wireless, Quentin, with your headset. Go get some A fifties. Go okay, get, money bags. Go get two fit two hundred fifty. It's not it's not expensive. Go get some A fifties, oh, okay. and you'll be good. Yeah. So we found him online on uh, KSL, which is a local website to sell goods and stuff like that we didn't buy him for anything um the owners it was just a big mess the the original owner wasn't in a, a like a place to really be owning a cat um he basically dumped him on another friend of his and was like here i need you to watch him permanently okay bye um and so he just lined up and we came along and took over were you or Maddie like actively looking for cats? Maddie was. Maddie, Maddie was. was. I, okay. I wasn't. Honestly, I I didn't want another cat. Um, but she said yes anyway. So, in a <laughs> nutshell, what was the trick to get them acclimated to each other? Both warehouse and cheese. Um, we had them in separate rooms. One in like a room, the other one in the rest of the house. Um, and then after a few days, we'd swap them, and uh, they oh. kind of like got used to each other's scents, used yeah, to each yeah, other's yeah. existence. And after a few days, um, they just kind of like one ran into the room as we were opening the door and they just didn't do anything. Like we expected them hissing or yelling or anything of the sort. And we got nothing. They just kind of like, well, you're here. Isn't that hilarious? Like, Oh, you're <laughs> the guy that I smell. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> fine. Fine. I guess. I guess. So. I guess. Yeah, so we've been. Oh, you like Game them. of Thrones too? Okay, let's go play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been watching them vigilantly and like how they're playing and stuff, and doing a lot of research on like body language and and noises and chirps and stuff. Of like, okay, they're making these noises, they're doing these things. Are they playing or are they attacking each other lightly? Yeah, like what what's going on? And far as all our research says, is they are they are kind of learning how to play with each other. Okay. Like they're playing, but they're kind of learning each other's limits and learning yeah. like what each other like and like their the likes and dislikes. They're they're becoming friends. It's so, funny. It's funny you there. should say that because we uh we got two dogs here and when I mm -hmm. was first introduced to them, one of the first things that I saw, um at the time there are actually three dogs, one big dog and then these two dogs here. And I just heard growling. And I looked in the backyard, and it was almost like a like a cartoon, just tornado of the dogs just going after each other. And my oh, first, well, that was my first thought. I was like, "Oh my god, they're like attacking each other!" And then my <laughs> uh, fiance's mother was like, "Oh, how cute!" I'm like, I look over to him, like, "What?" I didn't say anything. I just kind of like, "What do you mean, how cute?" And uh, my fiance like, "Yeah, they love playing with each other." And then that's when I said, "Wait, that's playing." Like, yeah, that's, that's playing. Like, how do you know that's playing versus that they're about to rip each other's throat off? And 
just kind of like what you said. It's about body language. It's about how the growl is. Like when I hear them mad, like really mad, you can tell. But the growl mm. that they were doing was more like, hey, like kind of the kind of thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, you get more of the snarfs and more yeah. of the, the snorts and stuff. And right. Yeah, that's playing. But if you get the actual like mohawk, like, like you know, the, the hair standing kind of on edge and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's great. Now, another reason for me not to visit you. That's just, mm, I, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, I really, be, I really no, feel I, I, like you and Maddie were like, okay, so Tony's coming to Utah. How do we not see him all that often? Let's get covered in cat hair. Yeah, let's do that. What's the best way to cover so here's, ourselves? Here's what we do. Here's what we do. I'll get an air filter and put maddie on top like on top of like grooming and stuff keep keep the hair in in line you go to the doctor and get yourself some treatments for your allergies so i actually talked to my doctor about that and she said really yeah i did and she said right now due to my uh high blood pressure actually which reminds me i need to check my blood pressure um she she wants to monitor that and she didn't want to introduce the allergy tests Cause that's essentially what they do. They put a little bit of the allergen or whatever on your back and see which one like gets affected. And she said, right, I, right. I don't want to introduce that into your blood and cause the whole hee-haw right now. I'm like, okay. So, All right. So you um, got to work on your blood pressure and then I got to work, work my blood that. pressure. And um, that is no pun intended, a work in progress. It's, you know, at this point um, I, I have the bike. I have, you know, and I, I have to be, I have to get better at eating and, and what, what, what is going into this, this temple of mine. Um, but I, I've made a promise to myself that I would bike at least three times a week for about at go. least a half an hour. And that's cool. honestly, that's, I, I think that is something that's completely doable. Uh, but yeah, once that goes, you know, once that goes down, I can get the allergy test, then I can get the anti dander shot. Um, and uh, then I can uh, hopefully at that point hold your cats and smother them with my own kisses and just and like, just uh, with just your eyes just literally just like put the cat into your eyes and rub just to make sure that the uh, al- allergen medicine worked. <laughs> put it to the true test. Yeah, you you just have to have an EpiPen, like <laughs> just just like just hovering, just ready to go. Like okay, Tony, you good? Like I think so. To like remove <laughs> remove cat eyes or four times larger than my head. I'm like how do oh, I no. look? Uh, Just right, right in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, cheese. Welcome to the McKinnon family and uh, warehouse. Good on you, buddy. Good for you. I'm, I'm being I'm being the bigger cat and not trying to uh, not trying to impose your dominance of the household. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching or listening to today's episode. Uh, you can find us if you want to keep in contact with us on I, I, a lot of lisping there, but you understood what I said. Um, you can find us on Instagram under Still Recording Podcast. And at least individually, Quentin, where can people find you? On Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. You guys can find me at those places under uh lazy tech tony and also this show has a channel in my discord so if you want to join the discord click the link 
in the description down below. And we will be back probably on Tuesday in two weeks because in two weeks is Memorial Day. And Tuesday, Quentin and I, I believe, we have that day off. So we'll, we'll be able to not only have this podcast, but we might even blend it into some gameplay of Steep or Apex or something. So, yeah. Great. Looking forward to it. Talk to you guys in the next one. Later. Bye, guys. Hi. Hi.